Welcome to our podcast, Chill Out Mama. I'm Sabria. And this is Crystal. Motherhood is a beautiful struggle. Do you focus on the struggle more than the beauty? We are two friends navigating the pressures of today's moms. In this space, we share transparently about worries, stress, and anxiety that we face in motherhood. This beautiful struggle isn't meant to be tackled alone. Come along with us on this journey and let's chill out together. Welcome to this episode of Chill Out Mama. We are here with the recap. Y'all, it has been a year. Ooh. 2022, but we thought that we needed to take the time to come and give you an update on where we have been, what we have been up to, and how we did this year. So we're going to talk about that, and then we'll also probably talk about some other things. And at full disclosure, because, you know, we like to keep it real, mm-hmm. we did not pregame this time because we felt like y'all miss out on so much of our conversation, and you need to hear that today. Um, so we didn't pregame. We didn't talk before. So this is about to be really good. Get your popcorn and your blanket and a nice hot cup of tea because we're going to spill the tea on ourselves. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Absolutely. Spontaneity in this type of form is not necessarily something that we do. We like to kind of know what's going to happen and all that, but we both agree that just having a real Crystal and Sabria conversation about 2022 could be good. So we're doing something different. Yep. Yep. So how are you, Crystal? I am doing well, um, but overall tired. I feel like the year is just kind of falling on me. I don't know if that makes sense, mm-hmm. but also I used a lot of energy this year and I'm glad I took my two weeks off. Um, I don't see any clients the last two weeks of the year. Don't work at all. Of course, I still do mom and wife and family stuff, but to not have that to do is really good. So I'm embracing rest for the end of the year as I prepare for the new year. So I'm tired, but I'm getting rest. Yeah, that's good. What about you? How are you? I am same boat, tired. It has been a full year, like full, bubbling over full. Um, and I have gone from one thing to the next. And I'm tired, but I have also given myself permission to rest. I found myself the other day saying, after we had done something and getting back, I said, okay, I'm just going to rest. And I stayed in bed all day mm-hmm. and I wasn't tired physically, but it was like the emotional stuff, like the, all the stuff we do as moms and, and wives. All the things, all the yeah. things I was, um, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Do you, do you follow her? Are you read anything of hers? So she's a, I think a psychiatrist or psychologist, one of them, but she looks at emotions from like the brain perspective. And so she had this whole thing on rest versus rejuvenation. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, toes being stepped on. <laughs> so she said a lot of us, maybe we aren't physically doing something, but our mind is still going. And I know that it's taken a while for me to get to the point where I don't feel necessarily guilty about not actually doing anything, but my mind is still going about what needs to be done. Or when I'm done with this, this is what I need to do. And she said, that's why even when you do embrace doing nothing or resting, if you're not actually taking the time to fully rest your mind, then you don't feel rejuvenated afterwards. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We do. Like we often as women think about everything all at the same time, multitasking physically and mentally at the same time. And there's no way to keep that going. Computers do it, but we are not. We're human. They shut down. Yes. And and guess what? Men do it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> they oh, yeah. they just seem to have the ability to be like and power off and they're just done. Like no more thoughts. No no just and I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> literally power it down (laughs) no more and so I want to learn how to do that I'm trying to you know encourage myself to be able to do that as well so I'll talk probably a little bit more about that later but that was just something that has really been sticking with me as I'm trying to rest this the end of this year like how can I actually rejuvenate as well Mm -hmm. I don't have the answer yet but that's what my mind is on instead of what's the next thing I really need to do Mm-hmm. So that's better, There's right? that theme right there, honey. <laughs> that's, that's better. <laughs> okay, so, so let's oh, go ahead. No, you do. Go ahead. Let's rewind. What okay. was your word for last year or this year? Because we're, oh, yeah. we're still in it. Let's say it that way. What was your word for 2022? Uh, it was beyond. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what was that about? Remind us. So initially, and it didn't change much, but initially it was like seeing beyond my own ability to do things and like really putting that in God's hands or the opportunities or just allowing myself to do and be, and then just let it be whatever it's going to be beyond my own ability. Then it kind of morphed into seeing beyond the present moment. So I really embraced doing things that I thought was going to help me just grow as an individual or was felt good for right now. And because I feel good right now, that's, I'm going to feel good beyond this moment. Mm. Instead of, I used to, when I think beyond this moment, it was more about planning and trying to control. So if I do this now, then I'll be okay then. But it was, uh, it was more about if I feel good right now, I can hold on to it beyond this moment. Yeah. How did that go for you this year? It went well. We traveled a lot more. Like I was like, what do I need now? That I think the memories of it, or if I ever need to go back and pull something from it, would help me in the present and to see beyond. So traveling, um, counseling, marital counseling, all those kind of things for me to be able to see beyond the present moment and believe that this is going to carry me through. Yeah. So that is like profound. Is it? I mean, beyond, because I think about, um, like when the Bible says, think on these things and like exceedingly above what we could imagine, like all of that is beyond the horizon. Like God is beyond all things. And so, yeah. And I'm not even there. So like, you know, when we talk about anxiety, it's really about what we don't know about the future. Right. And so Thinking beyond right now would be anxiety provoking and sometimes it still is. And I want to try to control what beyond is going to look like, Mm -hmm. but letting that go and just say, I can only do what I can do with this present moment. I can work on this in myself, in my marriage with my children. I can go on trips. I can have fun in hopes that beyond this moment, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Yep. That's promises. Yeah. And you had a beautiful year. I did. I was looking back through pictures and I was like, okay. 
I survived COVID in the middle of it. Right. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I kind of forgot. Oh yeah, the last in the summertime, <laughs> COVID made a, a visit to our house. Finally. So, <laughs> after two years, y'all. Yeah. And and then uh, I'm not going to disclose your health. Yeah. You know, yeah. And then I got it. The last family standing in September. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was like, boom, boom, boom. All of us, all the families that had not had it, it's like we all got it between June and September, somehow like through there. So yep. yeah, but we all survived and, you know, we made it through. So yeah. Yep. So what was your word? My word was push. Oh Lord. Yes, you yeah. did. And that was, I did. It was me doing things beyond what beyond there it is what I thought I could do myself so walking my faith out in actions it wasn't praying until something happens I know that acronym is used a lot but it was me walking in my faith and taking steps um to do things differently and I I pushed myself a lot and I'm happy with some of the results so it's been good Good. Some was a struggle. Some was hard. I had to call Crystal with the code word. We have a code <laughs> word for when we need each other. Yes. Use a code word this year. But I definitely pushed. And so it's been good and hard. And, and that's what pushing is, right? It means like there's some kind of resistance. There's something you have to use strength. You have to keep going, even though it's hard. And so when you embraced that word, I know you embraced whatever that was going to look like. Yeah. <laughs> and in some ways, it, some pushes may have been easier than others or may currently be easier than others. Yeah. So you definitely accomplished some great things. So are you Thank proud you. of yourself in after the or after your push year? I am. I feel like I have grown tremendously um, in the middle of the push, like around springtime because things bloom in spring. Um, we had, I had some trauma that happened. And so I pushed through that too. And it made me recognize some things that I had been holding on to or people pleasing tendencies and um, like dealing with critiquing myself and wanting to just give up when things weren't really that bad. Mm -hmm. um, I went to school to get my certification to be a school counselor. I worked, I work as a school counselor now. <laughs> Starting you went back to work full time. I went back to work full time. January, That's I went back to work part time. Mm -hmm. Then I decided to do the program. And then I went back to work full time in August. I didn't have to. I had the part time position, but then I was like, oh, yeah, let me do the full time position. pushing. <laughs> and I love, love, love my job. I love the teachers on my eighth grade team. I love the students that I work with. And that's been easy, I will say. It's been an adjustment, but that's been like easy. But some of the other like nuances of trying to, if there ever is a balance of family, home, children, wife, school, school is done though. Um, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you saw it as you were trying to do all these different things. Balance is a, a myth. Yeah, it is. In the moment, what's, what's the priority? Mm -hmm. you know, I need to finish this paper. So Y'all go watch that on TV or, you know, go do this while mommy finishes this or, you know, and then there's family time and push that over here. So it really just is about setting 
what's most important in the moment. I'm sure, mm-hmm. that you have to make a lot of those decisions along the way. Mm-hmm. As you, as you like jumped back into life like quickly. That's dope. You made the decision and it was just like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> right, and that was the push because I typically would think about something and do research for six months yeah. to a year. I have still not decided on micro locks. <laughs> I've been talking about that for years. I don't think I'm going to do it, but um, yeah. And so this, I made the decision and I did it and it was a great choice. So what was different about this year that pushed you to just make the decision and go with it? Like no research, no, nothing beforehand, just to just do it. Well, there was a little research before, but then I had talked about me going back to work. But remember, I told you, God told me he was going to heal Simon. Mm -hmm. So Simon is doing exceptionally well, which is great. And so I don't have to worry about him or think about him. Like I didn't have to do that before, but like put in God's hands. Um, But I felt comfortable enough with him and confident enough in my own ability to be able to go back to work. And the beauty of not having to work and being able to have a choice to find something that's going to fuel my passion was like a driving force. Um, but I think the biggest push for me was the trauma that happened. Like the, some family trauma happened in April and I made decisions to sever some relationships and I walked away. Um, and I have been okay with that and went to therapy and so in that process, I learned more of who I am because we're middle-aged now. <sighs> Look, I still, I guess, I, I, yes, we're middle-aged, but I am calling it my auntie season. There you go. So that's yep. what I'm, but yes, yep. in auntie season. Right. We're in that season and we are not the same. Like no. we're not like drinking milk anymore like we put away childish things and so in that process I have learned more about myself and more of the boundaries I need to set and more of the things that aren't healthy for me and so for now the push was if it's not benefiting my mental health then it's not gonna benefit my physical all of those other healths and so I said that, that does feel like a common theme that I'm hearing from a lot of, especially women right now, but some men too, especially as you do the work on yourself and you reach this point of your life, you're like, I just don't want to accept, I'm not going to accept certain things anymore that either exhaust me in some way or cause me to feel negatively or like, I just want to let it go. And you do that. And the other people around you have to adjust or they can exit. Yeah. And I know my worth. Yeah. And so I show up as my authentic self. I had a coworker tell me recently, like, I love that you are assertive and you're authentic and you're friendly and funny. And I'm like, she is describing the person that I thought I was the whole time. And so it's good that like, I haven't known her long, but she sees the person that I was trying to become. And so that was like, that was the push. I was trying to get there. And so it feels good to be there. So the real Sabria has pushed through the crowd, has pushed Push through, through all that other mm-hmm. stuff and it's showing up. Showing up. It's showing out. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Right. So do you have, do you want to move on to the current year or do you want to kind of 
I mean, to what we're going to be focusing on for the next year, do you want to still kind of talk a little bit about what we have been doing in 22? I would like to share a little bit more. Okay. But also the push. So I started working. Um, I finished the program in seven months, accelerated to become a school counselor. I started my own practice. Yay. I have not seen any clients yet, but it's open for business. So when it that has time a name comes, and a, it has a name and a yeah. business license, so you have a practice. Yes. I have a practice. And I also got my license, my LCMHC, which is the counseling license in North Carolina. And I reinstated my NCC, which is the national license recently. So I have been busy. I'm also considering applying for one additional program. <laughs> But we'll see what happens. <laughs> the, the ultimate. Program. Oh, oh, doctor, doctor. <laughs> Honey, we see, we're going to see what the Lord says. I'm going to apply if I don't get oh, in. Okay, you are going to apply. Okay, you're serious. Okay. Yeah. I keep looking and then I, I, I press the X. <laughs> in this moment here, right now. Let me send you the link so you can apply with me. Oh, Lord. I'd probably have to partner in it with me. <laughs> it's part-time. Which means it would take 10 years? Three and a half. Part-time? Why? Because you already have a master's? Mm -hmm. oh. Send me the link. We'll see. Okay. I'm cheesing, y'all. And I'm getting oh, a look back. I'm not cheesing. <laughs> You watched the best man. Have you watched the best man? The final chapter. Yes, I did. did. You see, homegirl try to get her doctorate. Yes. Well, and the and the uh, I don't mean to. Am, am I interrupting no, your share? No, no, I shared. Okay, so the other part of that, so I was like, oh my god, that is a lot. But she's also like, she, I have this new interest in herbalism, and she was trying to get her doctorate and trying to figure out, you know, natural ways to deal with anxiety. My daughter has anxiety. I was like, oh, this is a lot. Mm -hmm. um, that is something that I did. That's, that was part of my, I have renamed my 40 for 40 list. It's just 40 things in my forties. Nice. <laughs> Take the pressure off. Yeah. One of them was I wanted to get like either a new certification, do something new professionally, learn something new. Cause I really do. I really am like, a nerd and like to learn stuff. I decided mm -hmm. to figure out what I wanted to. So I'm taking a, an herbalism class and it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it is so good learning about, you know, all the different systems, that science part that I like, but then these natural ways that we can deal with physical symptoms, but as, as, as well as emotional and psychological, I didn't know they dealt with so much. It makes sense. Like chamomile tea helps you with anxiety, but actually learning how it affects your actual system in your body. And then I was doing research on, you know, the, the roots of it is like a lot of African um, and indigenous people and the history of it. And they have a very uh, a deep respect for indigenous people and African-Americans because that's how we cared for ourselves. And that was something else that was stolen from us. Mm. So the mm -hmm. woman that is actually doing this course, like, any black person that wants to take it can take it for free. Oh. Because she sees that as a what well, she can contribute to reparations. Nice. Right. Right. 
right. Like, I was like, that's, yeah. <laughs> She's like giving back what was stolen. Because if we think about what our grandmothers used to do, and even my mom, like I hardly ever went to the doctor. If I had an ear infection, maybe I think I can remember twice. My mom put sweet oil in my ear with a cotton ball and a warm cloth and prayed. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, and it was gone the next day, yeah. you know, and things like that. And so I think we've been using these herbal remedies, but we didn't necessarily know what to call them. Right. And um, this last class that I took, it was about actually healing from trauma. And she was saying, um, and this class is recorded and they actually recorded it in the middle of 2020. Wow. Yeah. So it's half of the, half of this particular class was, and it's a group of white people talking about how they, what, what they were, how they were affected by things that were happening. I think it was like two weeks after George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And so one of them got kind of emotional and she was like, I just think about how um, Black people in this country have had to figure out how to heal themselves. And she said, even in the salves that they would put on the wounds of when you got whipped and they figured out what herbs would help heal. And they've had to do this over and over again. And this is still like an open wound that keeps, you know, and I just want to do what I can to help heal. And I was like, oh God. That is cool. I get goosebumps. I know. And it was, I hadn't even thought about, we had to come up with so many ways to heal ourselves yeah. and even think, using things from the earth or from what our ancestors had told us. And we just figured it out. But I think it's like, we need to get to another level of not just healing ourselves, but actually truly healing mm-hmm. and taking that back and like therapy, you know, all these things that healing our bodies and figuring out how to feed ourselves well. But there are just these, deep-seated wounds and I think adding in this aspect to what I do as a therapist adding in the herbalism and the spirituality and all of that to it is overall healing which yeah. I think we all need but especially That's my great. people <laughs> that is something honey it is yeah and now like I'm thinking about your word was beyond and like you're learning this now and it's going to take you beyond later that's good that was one reason I did I said I can see this like I don't know, I don't know precisely how I'm going to use this, but I want to learn something as I'm reading more about it. I feel like passionate about it and I see it's going to take me again beyond what I'm doing here, or it's going to go beyond me because Mm -hmm. I'll teach my daughters about it. I can teach other people about it. And it's even talking about like menopause and all that stuff. And yeah, because that's happening to people, perimenopause. Yeah, it does. (laughs) <laughs> this auntie season, <laughs> auntie season. Uh, hot night sweats you know I don't have any progesterone <laughs> so, so yeah figuring out again how to help myself help my own body but also you know the people around me as well so beyond me so yeah beyond has been big this year yeah that's good I love hearing that and you're so passionate about it and excited about it mm-hmm I'm still tired, but I'll be like, let me do my class. That's good. <laughs> let me do my assignment and do my research, things like that. So, yeah. Well, I can't wait to learn some things about this. I'm going to send you some stuff. Because by the end of this course, I'm going to have my own thing they call it an apothecary, which is like my own med- herbal medicine thing. I'll probably call to do an interview with you to see if, you know, any issues. And we'll see if we can come up with something for you. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're walking into 2023. Yeah. I normally have a word. You don't have a word? 
I have nothing because I've been doing so much. I just saw the Whitney Houston movie, so you know my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing. (laughs) Well, you sent me a few words, nothing, but nothing is feeling like. Yeah, so I'm going to go through the list, but there's one that sticks out more than the other. And as I was thinking about pushing and like becoming who I am, so that's what I was thinking, getting back to who, I don't know, not who I am, because I'm never going to go back to that person that I was, because I have more awareness of who I have become. Mm -hmm. But there's some things that I missed this year. Like, I didn't read my Bible like I could have, Mm -hmm. like I wanted to because life and I felt a little guilty about that um and I didn't remember I set that lofty goal of 200 exercises hmm I'm not even gonna give you the number (laughs) yes I remember (laughs) and so this next year my goal I want to just focus on minimal whatever Mm mm-hmm so, so like mindset goals, that's what it sounds like. Maybe don't put so much pressure on the year. That part, take the pressure off. Mm-hmm. And so the words that I have are embody, re-inhabit, dwell, and live. So just being conscious about like the things that I'm doing. Um, not that I was doing anything that was sapping my time because I was, I've learned like that's a trauma escape for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but just trying to figure out what so re-inhabit stands out a lot because I just want to what it, so what does it mean to you re-inhabit re-inhabit what or where I keep hearing re-inhabit and then I hear my praise after that mm. and so I don't know I keep thinking about hiking so getting out into the woods and connecting with God and so doing that more so okay Re-inhabit, does it feel like that's your word? Do you connect with it? Or is that a part of the experience you want to have for the year? It sounds like it's part of the experience. Mm -hmm. But dwell feels good too, because I I want to dwell in the space of God and, you know, be with him, connect with him. Because part of the trauma was I was seeking validation from other people. Mm -hmm. And I need, and God reminded me that it's him first. Mm -hmm. And other people are, are going to disappoint because I can't put expectations on humans and expect them to provide what God can provide. So people gone people mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> <Just gonna be. laughs> Absolutely. Yep. So, okay. Maybe thinking about simple simplicity. Mm-hmm. That's good. Like even in, in dwelling or in connecting with God, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I like complicated. I still like puzzles and Legos and these. Well, that's what I'm saying. That could be part of what this what this year, because you, you lived somewhat of a complicated juggling, you know, kind of year. And I think it would make sense to have just a more calm, simple, tranquil kind of after that yep and I think that's what the re-inhabit is like getting back to that the simplicity but it's not like back to basics but it's like I don't know I don't think you're going back though I don't think because I don't don't think it was that simple before so 
I think you're moving forward and maybe discovering what it is now. Mm-hmm. What's what does that simplicity look like, or what is joy? What does your joy look like now? Mm-hmm. So keep it simple, though. Don't overcomplicate it. No, I don't need to. Yeah. Okay, so you're still working on yours. You will let us know. I will. Let us know you have your word. What's yours? <clears throat> if you have uh, it. I'll talk through mine too. I think it might be a year where I have two. Um, so like I told you, we talked about it before. All my words were like starting with re, <laughs> restore, redesign, renew. Um, and as I kept having like this picture of almost like one of those home renovation shows mm-hmm. where like, house has good bones it has really good structure (laughs) foundation but we got to rip out everything else yeah and totally redesign and it's like I I almost have this anxiety about 23 that whatever is going to happen is going to require something different like a different structure for me a different way of living and I'm not going to know what that is but I need to be open to it and yeah so I have some anxiety about whatever this year is going to be because I don't know, but I feel like it's going to require something else. So possibly release, like releasing me needing to know what this means or releasing stress about it or I don't know, release. But then another word that came up was nurture. Mm-hmm. So I have a very loud inner critic about pretty much everything, even even if it's a success, the critic is like, but you could have, but you know, you could have done it like this. And I think the opposite of that is that if I was more nurturing for myself as I go through what could be just a really different year. Yeah. Did you consider rejuvenate? Yes, I just don't connect with that word. I really did though. It's a, it's one of the re's on there. Even when I told you about that article, I don't think I've ever felt rejuvenated. Why is that? Well, it seems so unfamiliar. Maybe that's why like. And, and that I, sounds like what you're describing. It's going to require something new or a new way of doing something. Hmm. Maybe the resistance is because or maybe the resistance serves a purpose. What do you mean? You're resistant to that word, but maybe oh. there's a reason for that. True. Yeah, because I, I literally, I don't. Have you ever felt rejuvenated? Mm. After the chiropractor, for sure. I feel, I feel like I feel relaxed. I might feel maybe like but I, I don't know. Let me look up the definition of rejuvenate. Oh, let's read that. Let's read that. I do this <laughs> with my clients too. They're like, you always just like, cause it helps sometimes to really, yeah. sometimes what we think something is takes us down the wrong road. Right. But if we actually know what it is, maybe I could embrace it. Yeah. We have to get to the etymology of the word. Come on. In the Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> Re meaning before. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's a transitive verb to make young or youthful again, to give new vigor to, to restore, 
to a new state to stimulate to what you say (laughs) (laughs) synonyms are refresh renew renovate restore that's what you said so how do i choose a word though if all these words like mean the same thing i mean but you said it was like the house got good bones and you're just taking the stuff out so rejuvenating Maybe. Refresh. Hmm. Restore lost strength, animation, or power. Okay. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna still keep that. Yeah, the vacation has certainly rejuvenated him. See, I I don't know the last time I went on a vacation and came back rejuvenated because I go with my kids most of the time. Yeah, we need a girls trip this year. And maybe that's where that, remember I keep mentioning that, like we need to like go somewhere just, and so maybe I would actually experience rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. Okay, that may be it. Maybe that's what 23 needs to be, that I experience that in different ways. Like when I rest, I actually feel rejuvenated. When I do certain things, it brings rejuvenation, maybe. Think back to our cabin trip. We put our phones on the counter mm-hmm. and we did not touch them. We took few pictures because maybe there was Facebook then, but we weren't like, not like today. <laughs> we took, we might've taken some like the first day mm-hmm. and then maybe like three for the train ride. And we were rejuvenated when we left that trip. This is true. And life is so different now. How do you, yeah. How do, I don't even, that's what I'm like, I'm so maybe that is it. I need to discover what that would feel like in this life. Yeah. So I'm like thinking of that and I'm hearing intentionality, like and being conscientious of what we're doing. But at the same time, be, just being really intentional about, we take breaks. Let me, I'm my thought process. Mm-hmm. We take breaks when we're tired. Mm-hmm. That's not really what they're meant for. No. We're supposed to take them ahead to be proactive and we take them reactively. So they're not really helping us. So if we're being intentional and we, in our house, set our calendar, try to as much as we can at the beginning of the year. So maybe like scheduling mom time at the beginning of the year and committing to those dates, regardless of the busyness of life or if we're tired or not. Oh, I'm I'm feeling okay. I'm not gonna go. Like Mm -hmm. do it. And maybe that'll help. I think so. I was really good about that <clears throat> this past. I think I did. I think I, I did a solo hotel for like a weekend or something like. I think it goes back to what I was saying before, though. Like I'm still, my brain is still very active. It's like it's still in my life, and my body is in the bed, mm-hmm. and I want to bring them together. <laughs> come over here and rest with me (laughs) so that we can return rejuvenated and I don't necessarily I want to learn how to do that yeah yeah and so I I keep going back to hiking like our words are always similar so I feel like we're in the same space again and so for me like if I was to do a hotel weekend I would plan it somewhere where I could go on a hike Mm -hmm. and eat something that's going to fuel my body and not like be heavy 
Mm-hmm. And just come back and rest or reflect and journal. Maybe I need to be journaling this year. Who got time for that? <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I keep getting drawn back into the doing. And yes. And I think maybe that's part of the resistance with the rejuvenation. It feels very like an action. Yeah. And I'm trying, and even the trying feels like work, but it's like I'm trying to resist. Because I had come up with all these other words about doing and all this stuff better and all that. I was like, I can't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into this year the same way because I really do want to have a different kind of experience in my life, within my body, my mind, all of that. And so that's where release kind of came in, releasing all of those ideas about what it has to look like, what I need to do. Do I need a plan or do I just say, do I, does this, is this going to rejuvenate me? Yes or no? Kind of like when you said you did it and you didn't think about it, maybe less thinking mm-hmm. about how am I going to make myself refreshed yeah. in 23? And how do I just be refreshed? But you know, releasing is an action too. Remember I had that, that word that year. That was a hard year. I, know. I don't remember what happened. But releasing <laughs> is an action. I know. Refreshing doesn't feel like, refreshing to me feels like it's refreshed, like a spritzer on your face. Do you put spritzers on your face? No, but I do my skincare every night. Right. So refresh, you're refreshing your skin every day. You're rejuvenating your skin. Yeah, I just gotta, I gotta get my mind. Yeah. I feel it. It it feels like pressure. So if I'm not rejuvenated by this time next year, I have failed. No, you have not. I'm just telling you my thought process. Yeah, about but you it. Had it. <laughs> That's what it'll feel like. If I'm still walking around tired, <laughs> well, what you doing? Why aren't you? Why aren't you rejuvenated yet? Why aren't you more? Why aren't you? What did I do wrong? Here's another thing I just thought about in rejuvenation. See, then the credit comes up. Yes, so what yes. am I doing that I can't feel refreshed and rejuvenated? Yeah. So I think about actions like meditation. Mm-hmm. or a silent retreat I've always wanted to do that. I've been looking up retreats there's one here and it's silent would you do a silent retreat I do a silent retreat when I'm by myself anytime <laughs> right <laughs> retreat in my own head I don't noises. But I think in those things, they teach you how to like channel your thoughts and focus and meditate and focus mm-hmm. so yoga and all of that. So that might be something to help rejuvenate. And that might be what's different. Like we've tried Bible, prayer, journaling, therapy. Maybe we need to try some like deep breath. You've done breath work with your clients, but maybe we need to figure out some of those things for ourselves chamomile tea with a meditation and a hike and a silent retreat mm-hmm. but we're not gonna numb your whole and get you <laughs> well see there go there go there is the issue when i was looking up some things it's like no i'm not taking a psychedelic i don't want that experience no i don't want to do that so then my mind goes so why did you just put on a retreat 
But Jesus did go on that fast for 40 days. Mm-hmm. No, I'm but saying that, like I should create a retreat and then put it and host it. No, that's not rejuvenating. No. <laughs> if you can't find what you want, then create it. Like that has to, it has to be out there. But if you did it, you'd have to be an active participant. I've done it before and I was. But I wasn't as much as the other people because I was making sure they were good. That's why you have an um, event planner. Mm-hmm. It was draining, but it was awesome. But I know there is one. I don't know if they've started it again. They did it in 2019. There is one for Black female therapists, a retreat. I was like, now how would that work? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the facilitator? <laughs> right right (laughs) well so it sounds like we're in similar places not trying to go back to anything but trying to grasp maybe a piece of what we previously experienced yeah right like a piece of and figure out what it looks like for 40 something year old Mm -hmm. and sabria because mm-hmm. everything has to, changed. I don't know like, if we're trying to figure it out, but just what is that experience? What does it mean now? So I did get hiking boots for Christmas because I've been seriously like that's been on my agenda. And I've looked at some trails and so I'm planning to but no nature is definitely a big one for you. Connecting yeah. with nature. Did you consider that nature? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I didn't consider that word. I'm shaking my head, yes, but I <laughs> or even grounding oh that's good my cousin has said I'm the most grounded person she knows because she says she comes to my house and it's like it feels peaceful and I'm like that's what I try to create I think creating a grounding and peaceful environment is different than actually feeling grounded I know it's different for me yes look look, in a crisis i'm your girl i got you i'm gonna make sure everybody get to the hospital i'm not gonna freak out now internally in about 15 minutes after i know you're okay i'm gonna cry i'm gonna lose it (laughs) right so i don't know that i necessarily feel grounded in the moment i just know how to be calm i know how to maybe ground myself in the moment so that i can do something but like being like, and always feeling grounded, not, I can't honestly say that I have yeah. that experience consistently. Right. Yep. I get it. Cause we do it at work. Yeah. When All you're the surrounded time. by big emotions, you got to like put, get your feet down real quick <laughs> and figure mm-hmm. out how to do that. Are you crying with them in the corner? Mm-hmm. So it's a skill that we know how to use, I guess, for external value, like for the other, for the people around us. Like if my child is having, you know, some type of issue, I can't, you know, I have to be grounded for them. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've had just personal grounding that's just about me. Well, you? No, I don't think so. I think I've tried, but now I'm like really thinking about dwell because I want to dwell in a space that feels like, peaceful mm-hmm. and just thinking about that like feels peaceful that there might be my word dwell there you go. what does it mean 
Okay. I did look it up before. And it live, live there? Mm -hmm. Live in a specified place, live in or at a specified place. So a slight regular pause in the motion of a machine. This is what I was talking about. So look, the verb is different than the, the noun. I think both of us need to embrace nouns mm -hmm. instead of verbs. Mm -hmm. Because that technical noun ver uh, <laughs> definition made me sit back in my seat. Yeah. That is what it is. A regular pause. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Be intentional about the breaks and don't just say, oh, I'm right i'm dwelling mm -hmm. mm, one of the i'm going back to the old english it's terry yes I'm going church now yeah what but my word this year was more connected spiritually i felt that i needed that too it's terry stay like just stay in whatever that is that you're experiencing in that moment. That sounds like what you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to go on that hike and then come back and just be carrying, keeping my hike in my head. I might take a picture and that'll be my photo. Float, journal. <laughs> Float <Right>. through the house. <laughs> Float through the house. Okay, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean towards rejuvenation for me. I'm going to look and see if there's like a noun version of that. Okay. Because it's almost like, I, I guess it is like this thing that I want to embrace instead of telling myself something I have to do. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so a noun, person, place, or thing. <laughs> right. I want to embrace a thing. That's good. Okay. All right. So are you, is this going to be your, your year of dwelling? Yes. Your dwell year? Mm -hmm. Look at that. You came into this saying you had nothing. Yep. <laughs> if I don't have to. <laughs> By the way, that movie was excellent. Really? We didn't have anything to do. The girls were at my parents. They were like, I didn't want to see Avatar. Anybody got time for that long movie and it's 20 years later. I don't, I just, I don't want to. So anyway, I was like, well, let's go see Whitney. It was, I was surprised because they've done so many biopics about her, but this was really about her. It wasn't about her and Bobby. It wasn't just about her drug abuse. It wasn't about just the chaos. It was really about her life. They touched on every relationship that she had with different people, more about her and Clive, mm -hmm. David, her and Robin, it was just really well done. And I think the actress being someone we didn't really know helped. Yeah. Did she sing or was it tracks? She did a little bit. Like when she, like when she might've sang, they showed, they even showed how she came up with certain songs or how she, well, she didn't write any of her songs. So like they would show Clive playing a demo and she mm -hmm. like, no, no, no. And then she would hear the person singing the demo and then they show her singing it and how she would put her spin on it. And the girl, she sang in those moments. But they showed her making like the want to dance with somebody video. So it was cool. They, you know, they did like the whole song of like five different songs. Yeah. So it was a cool experience. It was, it kind of felt more like a musical. You know, I love musicals. Mm -hmm. It was a whole song. It wasn't just a snippet. Yeah. yeah. So 
if you need some me time, go see I Want to Dance with Somebody. I really want to see Avatar for three hours. You do. I do. Because, you know, I still do the I see you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really connect with the first one, so maybe that's why. You know, I'm sci-fi. I know. And that is why. I probably wants to see it. Yeah. I dragged the boy to Pandora in Disney World, and they were like, why are we here? (laughs) We're waiting for the streets to light up. We were in a restaurant the first day we went to Disney. We were in a restaurant the first day. There was like a little blue stain in the marble. Mm-hmm. And I said to the cashier, she was from um, a country in Africa. I'm not sure which one. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, this is Avatar. Disney is so creative. And she almost <laughs> fell on the floor laughing at me because I was just excited about the blue speck in the granite. <laughs> well, Tabitha Brown said, you need to eat a good meal before you go. <laughs> I saw that. That's a long time. Yes, that's a that's a long movie. Y'all saw Wakanda Forever, right? Oh my gosh, yes. What did you think? I cried at the beginning. I didn't realize, like, I really appreciated Chadwick Boseman as an artist, Mm -hmm. and I was really sad when he died because I was like, he's a great talent and he's done so many great movies, and so I was going into it sad that he wasn't going to be in the movie, and I wasn't expecting the. I'm spoiling it. By the way, turn it off if you don't want to hear. Spoiler, three, two, one. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So the opening credits with the tribute, Mm -hmm. I cried and I went into the, like, audible. And my cousin was holding my hand and I was just like, goodness. I didn't realize that, like, I held that in. Mm -hmm. But it was a release and it felt good. And I think they did a great job. They really did. I've seen it twice now. I want to see it one more time. The first time I was just overwhelmed by all of it. I'm just, I'm not a crier when it comes to movies. I don't know what it is. I just, I can't really. Now, real life, bad bad things are happening. I'm gonna let it out. But for movies, I don't know. But I did feel it, like I felt something. I was like, oh. And then the silence when they were playing, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. here, oh not Black Panther, we talk about Chadwick. He was only, you know, 43, I think, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but I was overwhelmed by all of it because they handled so many, like, I mean, honestly, mental health issues, like grief. And uh, I can't even think of everything that I had thought about all this. Anxiety, fear, yeah. I mean, anger, you know, wanting revenge. And then, and then like the, the when they brought in the other culture and like what had been done to them and he held on to all that anger about his mother and all that kind of stuff. I was, I was just overwhelmed by the whole thing. I was like, there's so much happening and I'm sad, but I'm also really interested in <laughs> all the things. So I thought it was really well done. There was some, you know, storyline things that maybe could have been done better, but I thought they did a good job with yeah. I know that we're not expecting him to not be in this movie and like pivoting. Yeah. So I just read recently that Ryan Coogler had the direction he was going to take. So it was going to be Chadwick raising his son to be the next Black Panther mm-hmm. because the first film was father and son. And so the next film was going to be the same thing. And that was the title. And so I wondered about the title and if it was like a double entendre for Chadwick Boseman too. Mm. So it was really good. I actually liked it a little better than the first one. Hmm. 
there was a lot more going on. Yeah. But and I thought like it was more cohesive. I could see that. I feel like the first one was just, it was more of an origin story, like yeah. really, you know, like getting us invested in Wakanda and, and T'Challa and all of that. So it made sense. I missed some of the other characters though, you know, from the first one. And I was sad, you know, that queen mother. But but they kind of had to do that because uh, Shuri was going to be, she needed an ancestor. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I kind of put it together. Like, well, she need a woman out there in the, in the, in the ancestor realm. Yeah to talk to her because it's it seems to only be like father and son or mother daughter mm-hmm. but then when michael b was like hey because like, right oh. i was like oh lord here we go <laughs> and then i was like oh yeah right. mm-hmm. yeah one in the same right now mm-hmm. so i overall i think it was great it was really good I, I would of course would like to see it again to get even more of the themes and stuff like that but i like how they set it up for another one with these two countries you yeah. know working together possibly so any other, what about fun? I would love for us to talk a little bit about the fun we had this year. Yeah. What'd you do for fun? So Disney was a big thing. After I finished school, we went um, for a, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was wonderful. We stayed on property. Mm-hmm. Um, we were intentional about this trip. I'd said early on, I said this summer, I wanted to go at, right before Christmas. And so we made it happen and it was fun. The boys loved it. Simon was like, I don't even like castles. I don't even know why we're going. I don't want to see the princess. And then he hugged Donald Duck. Oh my goodness. So I wanted to cry in that moment. It was really special. And Andrew loves the castle. He wanted to meet Cinderella. He met her. She was kind of hoity-toity. Well, where was Tiana? He was not interested. That's all we're gonna say about that right here. Mr. Andrew. <laughs> right. <laughs> did y'all go to just did you go to one park or did you go to more than one? Went to three parks. We okay. didn't go to Epcot this time. And then we also went to NASA or Kennedy Space Center. Okay. Um, because right. they both love space. So mm-hmm. Simon saw the spaceship and he goes, Is this real? Aww. Like he couldn't believe the size of it. So it was pretty good for him to experience that. What else did I do for fun this year? That trip with my cousin to DC to see Wakanda, Wakanda DC. <laughs> um, I know you were so busy. So busy. So maybe fun needs to be. That's part of it. I was. I had dinner with friends last night for my birthday. Well, we don't know when we're going to record this, but anyway, my birthday's December 29th and I had dinner with my friends. Um, And so that was fun. I said that next year I need to be intentional about getting together. I would love to do like a monthly something, but I can't commit to monthly. Quarterly. Um, Yeah. I think a quarterly commitment is easy. And then if you have extra time, you can add another one in. Mm -hmm. That means at least four times a year. Yep. I think our uh, most fun time was we took the girls to New York City and I was determined that this was not just going to be just about them. So we were going to Broadway and yes. we were the show. So <laughs> that's what I wanted. <laughs> what did um, you see? We saw Aladdin. It was really, really good. 
Um, and everybody enjoyed it. And then Kevin even said, oh, Broadway isn't so bad. It's not, well, yeah. He's always like, I don't understand why people just burst out in song. Because uh, that's what you do when oh, you have a but he was like, it was really good. And, you know, they interacted with the audience. It was it was a great experience. But seeing all the things in New York, we saw, we went to visit all the boroughs and saw Statue of Liberty, walked around Times Square, all of that. So I'll seeing my kids, of course, experience something they've been wanting to experience, but also having the experiences that I wanted to have there too was great. So, nice. and that's probably where we got COVID. Probably, because you came back and got sick probably where we got it so thank you New York <laughs> but that's probably uh I would say the most fun but all of the oh, trips are sure yeah were, I was gonna say that's family fun now mm -hmm. adult fun was going to Las Vegas uh for my husband's birthday I'm gonna put that in quotes <laughs> <laughs> Again, a lot of this year was like, we're doing this, but what do I want to do too? Like, I really tried to ask myself, how am I going to make this time good for me too? And it's not just about them. Mm -hmm. I want to go see Usher, Usher Raymond, for those who don't know who we're talking about, his residency. <laughs> and it was awesome. Sabria has to go now. I said, I'm willing to make a second trip because I'm sure it'll be different next time. But all the aunties and uncles were out. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> There were, uh, there were people in front of us, the row in front of us, they had to be knocking on 70. I don't oh. think they knew who they were there to see. I think they just picked a show. But yeah, it was awesome. The, before the concert, they do like, they have a DJ. He was from Atlanta. So he played a bunch of different songs from late yeah. 90s, the early 2000s. But boy, we were tired because it started at 12 Las Vegas time. No, it started yeah. at nine Las Vegas time, which is 12 in Atlanta and was three hours. Three hours? <laughs> okay, Usher. Oh yeah, Usher. And he looked not, I mean, he looked good and all that, but Usher's in his forties, clearly. Yeah, he's our age. And he said, watch this. Watch this. Now I'm gonna do it slowly, but watch this. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna take a break. He took a break? Oh yeah, there were times you knew he was taking a break he was definitely taking a break and I was like I feel, I'm okay I understand because we all need to sit down for a minute <laughs> yeah wow three yeah, hours it was I mean we had those intermission you know he brought out guests like at my at the one we went to Faith Evans came out and Miguel came out so I mean it is a full show it's well worth the money and it was just really cool to have somebody from our generation like yeah. make it to to that level so I recommend it. I think he's doing another show that starts in March mm -hmm. to, you know, through the summer. But yeah, that was definitely fun. And I would go back to Vegas for a show. Outside of that, it has, outside of that in the Grand Canyon, yeah. <laughs> there's really nothing else I'd want to do in Vegas. Desert. That's not the development I want to be in the desert. Desert and weed. Like, the, whatever they sell out there is strong and it has a different scent mm. <laughs> like you don't see anybody smoking but you walk and then you just hit a like a wave of it wow i don't know if they vape it or i don't know but it's like okay this is a lot but again the usher concert was awesome yeah this again. is the year for concerts coming up that Jill was on my is touring 
Who do Jill Scott? Yep. New addition. New addition. Oh, I don't know. Why? Because I just. I see Bobby like that lady in the meme looking for something with her hands on her knees. <laughs> I heard good things about this last round. They said Bobby did good. They said Bobby took breaks like, you know, he went off when he wasn't in the group, like he wasn't out there. Okay. But this is supposed to be new edition tank um, guy. Now I'm concerned there. Hmm. Let's chill. Aaron Hall, guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In some cities, Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, I love Sweat. them. And Keith Sweat. Okay, I would see Tony, Tony, Tony. Because mm -hmm. I think they could still put the show together. I if you don't have a live band. Yeah, I think it would be a fun concert. Yeah. So, and then Jill Scott. Yeah, you Jen said Jackson. Oh, yeah, I can't afford Janet. And then Beyonce. Beyonce is going. <laughs> yes, but I, I'm hoping hers is going to be in the fall because there's too much happening early on. Yeah, I saw somebody create a meme like, "How am I supposed to pay my bills if I'm going to see Janet and Beyonce in one year?" <laughs> right, and I'm just really, really hoping India Ari doesn't announce that she's going to have a concert. Because <laughs> then, what are you going to do? I lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the concerts are coming back. That was one of the things on my list. I wanted to go see live music. I wanted to experience those kind of things. So, yeah. And Bruno yeah. is coming back to Vegas. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, um, what's Silk Sonic when we were there to see Usher. They were there. They said they alternate. So it's Silk Sonic okay. and then Bruno, and then it'll go back to Silk Sonic. Well, I don't know if, what I'm doing yet. Well, like I said, we'll be going to Vegas and we will go. Okay. Into okay. a spa. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to find some good deals on a very nice hotel down there where we can just walk to stuff and we'll do a spa. And we can also go on a tour again, see the Grand Canyon because you want to hike. Thank you. There won't be any hiking if we go in July, though, because we're not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Don't have to be early spring, otherwise we're not doing that. But yes. So y'all, this is what our conversations are like. Mm -hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. Is there anything you think we need to do to wrap this up? Should we talk about a plan? Should we disclose a plan for what we're doing? How will we disclose something that we don't know? I don't know, what are we doing? Let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, I think now now that some of your life has calmed down, yes, right? You don't have as many obligations of your mind and time um, on me as well. Um, I think we can definitely plan to get back to a regular recording schedule. Mm -hmm. I think we could probably move forward in our weekly. What do you think? I think so. Yeah. So I don't know about it. I don't know of a theme where we we just need to get back to our roots of just chatting about topics yeah we'll get there yeah but so we're back there you go <laughs> <laughs> we missed y'all <laughs> we are back we are healthy we are i think we're in a very good mental and spiritual place and we're just trying to continue on that journey and we're sharing it with you all yeah hope you all are doing the same thing hope you're yep. healing oh feeling better.
So we bid you a prosperous new year with all the health, happiness, and holistically connectivity. <laughs> Doesn't all even make chilling. sense. <laughs> right. Chill out, mama, and happy new year. Happy 2023. Ooh, wow. 23. Bye. Bye. Before you go, don't forget to like, share, and follow us at Chill Out Mama Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also email us at chilloutmamapod at gmail.com. We'll have brand new episodes every Tuesday, so we look forward to you joining us next time.